Time for our editorial segment, TM Views. Very pleased to be joined from Korea University Law School by Professor Kim Gi-chang. Hello. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Professor Kim. So I remember uh, in uh, weeks past, we were talking about prosecutorial reform, and everyone was making such a big deal about Gong Su-cho, the CIO, and how this was the main pillar of prosecutorial reform. And you uh, constantly urged us to remember that it's one aspect of it, but maybe not the most important aspect. There are other important issues, like, crucially, this investigative rights power that must be delineated, uh, the issues of of full indictment power. And um, I think we're seeing, Professor Kim, some of your kind of uh, analysis come to fruition with the CIO, because a lot has been made that the number one case, the first case that the CIO is going to be going after, symbolically perhaps very important, they decided to go after dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, the Seoul Education Superintendent Cho Hyun for alleged um, hiring practices that were illegal. Uh, a lot of people scratch their heads and go, who? Really? Why? So what are your thoughts on the situation? Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, the prosecutorial reform uh, is uh, composed of three uh, important components. Uh, one is this this independent yeah. investigative body, and second is the organizational reform, namely uh, prosecutors should no longer have the investigative power. So separation of investigation, which must be done by police, and prosecution, which must be done by prosecutors. So that's the second element. And the third element is the media coverage of all these criminal cases. Now, the current practice where prosecutors basically control the media by feeding the information, which basically uh, do, do, does the, the tr- trial by media. You mm-hmm. know, all these information pointing uh, to the conclusion that this particular person must be guilty. So that kind of media reporting prejudice, that must stop. That's the third very, very important component. So among these three components, I thought that this uh, independent investigative body, is the least important Mm. element. The reason is very simple. This is a... uh, (laughs) This is a, it's a tough world. It's almost like jungle. The prosecutors, they are not going to abide by rules or laws. It is just, just raw fight, mm. physical muscle fights. So the Gongsucha, the, it's a small organization. I don't think they can withstand the huge muscle power of the prosecutors. Uh, organization. So they must look left and right and they try to survive. And that's what we are witnessing now. I mean, the number one, the very first high, the most high profile case, what did they choose? I mean, they, they really don't want to, they, the Gong Sucha simply does not have the guts mm. or the muscle power to stand up against the prosecutors, at least for the moment. For the time being, no. We do have legislation. The National Assembly introduced law, and that law gives this power and that power and that, yeah. that. 
whatever, all these rules and powers, uh, all written on the statute book? No. It seems that none of these letters on the statute book can help Gong Suchar. Gong Suchar needs to survive, first of all. And that's their decision, I think. Yeah, so I, I guess you are along the same lines as a lot of people who feel there was a sense of a power struggle, and we all remember what happened with the Han Myung Suk case, right? The revisiting of the uh, the kind of yeah. false prosecution of that, and uh, the Gong Suchar kind of having a little bit, taking a little bit of casualties there. So you do not agree with, there's this other theory coming out that maybe Gong Suchar is trying to be crafty, like this is kind of be a, a faint move, right? Cho Hyun case, and everyone goes, oh, wow, what's going on? And then their next case, case number two and number three are going to be the big bangs. You don't think that's going to be happening? <laughs> It's difficult. I don't know what goes on in the mind of the director mm-hmm. uh, of Kung Su Cha. Uh, if he, I don't know, he may be calculating this and that, and he may be doing this sort of uh, media tactics and try to win some support from some segment and then try to, you know, do something more clever. I don't know what, I honestly don't know. But what is clear so far is that uh, we cannot expect a courageous move. Uh, Maybe courage is a dangerous thing. Uh, When you don't have the power, courage may lead to your ruin. Mm. Uh, Maybe that's what uh, the director is thinking about. But um, there are numerous cases, you know, you mentioned the Han Myung-suk case and the prosecutors who were involved in Han Myung-suk case, they might be you know, investigated and uh, there, there are many other cases. But yeah. investigating the director of education, I mean, is it something prosecutors can't do? I mean, why should independent <laughs> investigative yeah. body meddle with that kind of case? It's it's a very uh, incomprehensible move. And whether the number two case can make up for it, we will have to wait and see. But the way the Gongsuchers start out their work does not mm. bode well for for the future, in, I'm afraid. And it had the interesting effect of really, and we're going to talk about this later in our polling segment, um, the, the majority of the people don't really agree with this decision, which means that even conservatives are not satisfied. Um, that implies that, okay, maybe the, the reform side wanted to see a big thing like Yoon Seok-yeol or some kind of high-profile uh, figure like that to be targeted. Maybe the opposition wanted to see somebody, a, a member of the Moon administration, a high-ranking official uh, in power that could be investigated. Yes, technically, Cho Hyun is a high-ranking official, and he's a sole superintendent, but it's not really a sexy name. It's not something that really angers conservatives, drives them so crazy what this alleged hiring of teachers are. Just briefly, could you just comment on the legal merits of this case and how big a deal this is? Um, it's in, <laughs> The more you look at it, the more incomprehensible it becomes. Because the alleged uh, case or the matter... Uh, which the constitutor proposes to look at is simply that uh, the, the education director, Jo Hee-hyun, uh, basically rehired some of the teachers 
who were long time ago fired uh, due to their involvement with uh, teachers' union. Now, the the firing of uh, these, uh, the termination of employment of these teachers, uh, which took place many years ago, has been condemned by the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's perfectly appropriate that these teachers must be reinstated. Right. Uh, there is no question about the the correctness or overall rightness of the ultimate result that these teachers were reinstated. Now, maybe some people might think that there might be some tiny little bit of procedural hitches mm-hmm. here and there. Mm-hmm. That's the only point that Constitution is proposing that they will devote their manpower and, most importantly, their, how should I say, organizational prestige yeah. and people's hope. All of the, their resources, they will put them into investigating this tiny little, little, you know, microscopic procedural irregularities. That is really a very bizarre decision, in my view. Yeah, I one mean, thing is very whatever. clear for people who are reformist type of people, like, uh, let's say, Cho Hyun, an uh, education reformist, and then, um, uh, let's say, Lee Sung-yoon, uh, a, a prosecutorial reformist type of person, is you have to be really careful about process because prosecutors are going to be very scrutinizing <laughs> yeah. over procedural, the chalcha aspects of things, like whether it's the kimagi... Um, uh, entry exit ban, which Lee Sang-yoon then said later on, this investigation doesn't really make sense. And now with Cho Hyun, the, the wrongfully fired teachers to get them back uh, to their employment status. Uh, these are silly fights, as you say, and widely perceived by the public as silly. At the end of the day, it seemed like we shed a lot of blood, sweat, and tears uh, among this big struggle with the fast-track bills to have one of these bills be the establishment of Kongsucha. Uh, as you clearly point out, media reform, prosecutorial reform, investigative rights, indictment powers, these are all pillars that have to be addressed here. How close are we um, in terms of what we have to do uh, after we've seen what happened with the CIO? Oh, it's, um, I mean, you, you kind of put the finger at, at the nub of the problem, namely it, currently the, the, there is very dangerous trend that lawyers, judges, prosecutors, uh, or people in general, they lose sight of the big picture and the, the questions of right and wrong. Instead, they focus all their attention on these nitty-gritty details of procedure. Mm-hmm. This is very alarming and very disappointing and practically very dangerous direction. And as a teacher of law, I feel responsible. I mean, there is collective responsibility. We law teachers have utterly failed to educate uh, legal profession, members of legal profession, so that they can understand what is more important. And the approach, like, you know, taking issues, just nitpicking on these procedures, is the symbol of injustice. It's not a symbol of justice. It's a, it's a nasty, bad behavior, you know, try to take issue with this tiny little uh, violation of procedure. 
now it's it's really very very alarming now whether we will achieve uh, proper prosecutorial reform the hope is getting now unfortunately thinner and thinner whether the national assembly has the willingness to push forward the separation of investigative power and prosecutorial power it is getting less and less promising and the media reform uh, banning the 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 coverage news coverage of prejudicial uh, materials especially information fed by prosecutors um, that is that has not even started yeah so it is most likely that uh, these two important tasks uh, should be in the hands of the next president and it seems likely that the presidential election might be fought along those fronts. So we need to make sure that um, the current ruling party's presidential candidate is someone who pledges to push forward these prosecutorial reform. That's perhaps the only hope that we may have to see the prosecutorial reform to be realized. Yeah, so it, it does look like um, if this uh, presidency ends the five-year term uh, without completing the task, uh, as you say, uh, very incumbent that the next president, whether it's a President Lee Jae-myung, President Lee na Chumye, or I guess President yeah. Yoon Sa-gyeol, <laughs> this is going to be... Yeah, yeah um, exactly. If the opposition wins the presidential election, then we will have to wait maybe for another 60, 70 years. Wow. Yeah, a very sobering thought indeed. Professor Kim, thank you so much for joining us. As always, appreciate it and uh, look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you.